for the hello, for the greetings, for the warm welcome. We are on July of the 18 of the 2023, sometime in that now space. This is Colin Rachel Dara Colin Prince coming back in your now space. We've got a very fun topic this evening or morning, wherever you are, around there, around the world, looking here at some, again, familiar faces, some familiar names, and always a pleasure to see you guys back. And we welcome on this channel, the public, as well as postmaster claimants with the claim of the life, and some props to the postmaster hyphen general in his now space, Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gould for bringing forth to us this technology that we get to explore. And we are the crusaders of the sovereign life and what that is like. We are kind of like, I say, see it like Dolores Cannon had her had her little podcasts on what the new earth was like and she did uh transgressions and channeling and dolores cannon said that she had this one meditation and she has many books uh, well she's not with us in this now space anymore but she was talking about uh how the, how the the kind of the transition to the new earth and as some of the work that i've been looking at lately suggests that Nibiru, the planet that comes around every 3,600 years into our solar system, or yes, it is in our solar system, but it just comes kind of close to us within that time frame. You know, it made me think, I wondered some of the experiences that you guys had before COVID, um, right during that time, that transition to the, maybe there was a transition to the new earth. Some of the things that Dolores Cannon talks about seem kind of similar and parallel to the transition. I know I talked to Chief and he said he was in a pyramid around that time. I think it was like May 2021, 2020, was it 2020 or 2021? And I had my own experience where I thought I was, um, I guess I shouldn't get into too detail with it, but if you know me, I'll tell you the personal story of it. And it includes a moon landing as a travel, transitory travel stop. But I was, you know, thinking about the entire perspective of what uh, my story was in going to what I quote unquote call the new earth. It was more of a metaphorical concept um, for my soul. Perhaps, I don't know. I can't prove that um, there was, I can't prove the physicality of it. Uh, there, there, there was one thing that happened that seemed that made it more real. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But in the meantime, for me, the transition was kind of like, okay, I'm being transported to a moon base. There's definitely um, connection with higher beings and, and boom, I'm in the new earth, but it looks exactly the same until, um, you know, I saw a spaceship <laughs> like a rocket goes straight up in the air. And I thought, oh, okay, well, uh, and then I turned to my friend and said, did you see that just now? And for he concurred. And that was when I thought I wasn't in Kansas anymore. Can I prove it? No. Can I say aliens exist? I, I mean, 
I think definitely we're, we're, we can work with parallel universes or operating with higher beings. But if I had to theorize about all of it, and I will make my point here in a moment, but um, about our call tonight, but basically, if you think about it, Nibiru could come back around every 3,600 years. It could change our dynamics on this planet, it could shake things up and uh, could get a little wacky and, or maybe they only have technology when they're close by and then they operate in a kind of another dimension. So I don't know. That's one of my theories. I have another theory, you guys, about the illocecleal valve. And it, once that's closed in the body, then it helps you with your health. So, you know, I have lots of theories. We all do. <laughs> but that being said, I wanted to bring it back to our place here, here on this earth and our kind of right to be here, right to be here as a sovereign, our, um, you know, how that, how that holds up on contract on paper. Most of us are, many of us here are claimants. Some of us are not. And so those of you that are claimants and those of you that have kind of gone through the website of for the claim of the life.com and through your, through your studies, may comprehend the full journey of learning about what it is to become sovereign on paper. It's easier for many to just obviously be sovereign in their heart. I'm not arguing that. And I don't, that's not what this is. And so anytime we, you know, it's like, reminds me of the truth tour. It's with chief when he got attacked, it was like, that's not in, that's not a contest right there. We're not, we're not arguing that anyone can be sovereign in their heart. Anyone can, know their their natural uh right god-given right on this on this planet however that doesn't mean that there aren't nasty entities trying to come at that and and risk that and take it all and so my my take i, I would like for you guys to have a big takeaway of um Oh, let me get get my notes here. I have plenty of notes for us today. But basically, can you be owned? And what you can do to safeguard yourself. And many of us are already claimants, but the stuff that some of the stuff that we're going to hear tonight questions that. It says, well, you know, if they're changing the definitions and everything, and they're changing and they're programming us with geoengineering and they're programming us with all sorts of different tactics. Well, then you would think that maybe they could own us at some level if they change our biology, if they change us as a whole. And of course, we're going to have some takeaways too. And one of those takeaways that I do want to mention right now before I forget, <laughs> if I don't mention it later, is some of the things that we can do to safeguard ourselves from the AI, from the engineering or geoengineering that's occurring within uh, our our paradigm or that leaks in right because there's that one time where we forgot to wear our you know crystals and it we got that energy from that one person who was we talked to for too long <laughs> something like that you know they they talk about all sorts of bioweapons where you could shake hands with someone and get something bioweapony and all of sorts of things right we're going to talk about a lot of stuff today but 
but I want everybody to have takeaways of things they can do, like, for example, getting one of those shields for your, your iPhone camera or your, your, your cell phone camera or your computer camera so that your webcam can't, you know, or covering your TV with a, with a, a tapestry or towel. And, you know, when you're in a hotel covering that up, just, just so that you're free of some of the, the constraints. These are things that we can all do. So again, can you be owned? Can you be owned? Even if you have a claim of the life, even if you are a, uh, even if you're sovereign and what you can do to safeguard yourself, some takeaways. So what we're going to do is we've got just so much to cover. I don't know how much we'll get through here. Let me, uh, let me just start by saying again, where are I'm available here to the questions and comments that you have in the chat. If you are listening back to this on the Postmaster Portal archive, the RSS feed out there, I think we're on iHeartRadio and a few other spaces, Podbeam. We got to blow up Podbeam in the sense of doing better podcasts for that because, man, they're just full of of the gnarlies, you know, like they got the CNNs and the the, uh, I mean, just they've got it all over there. So hopefully more more uh, conscious and conscientious podcasts can just blow up their channels. But that being said, what I do want to start with um, is that you can always catch these this archive on the Postmasters portal. I am a little behind on the last one. And uh, we did one on traumatization, trauma. We did one on... Uh, memes. We did one on interpreting memes, the memes that we put out in the channel. Uh, we've done one last week um, on, what did we do last week? Uh, gosh, it's been so long. Let's see here. I, I, I'm not even remembering. We did, uh, oh yeah, a Postmasters Basic. So every month we usually, I usually do, or someone helps me with a Postmasters Basic. That was actually, if you can believe it, two days ago. 14th, three days ago, something like that. I uh, was space and time. What does it matter, huh? But anyway, we did a postmasters basic, and that's can that is more educational, educational. That one is specifically connected more to what uh, Chiefs Technology, Colin Russell hyphen J Colin Gold has done, uh, the quantum venue, uh, uh, syntax, or uh, the claim of the life nativity contract and uh, for, for the claim of the life.com website. So, but right now what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be talking a casual conversation in the now space, okay? So it's more casual, it's more fun. And I wanted to start by, I'll drop a link in the chat. If you are uh, listening to the archived version, you can go to the Telegram channel and look up Postmasters, plural, basic. And that's where we're at if you ever wanna join us live. Uh, okay, I'm going to drop a, a link in the chat because, and I'm going to keep dropping some links in the chat because these are some amazing podcasts that I've looked at recently. I've been catching my attention. You're hearing a lot about AI, a lot about that chat GPT and the end of humanity and all those things. So here it is. Uh, this one is the Y files. I love the Y or Y files. I should say Y files because the uh, but but Y Files is uh, one of the coolest conspiracy uh, YouTube videos that or YouTube channels that's still up, <laughs> possibly because he gives a little bit of 
um, push back on these conspiracies at the end of each thing. So he leaves a little bit up to the viewer to choose. But anyway, uh, there's this one part that I want to play to start off our conversation. So here we go. One sec. Human software engineers a year or more to complete any task like designing a new advanced airplane or advanced weapon system. A super intelligent AI could do this in about one second. When AI is smarter than the entire human race, many scientists believe it would be the end of the human race. But how would it happen? Nuclear war? Nope. AI can kill us all without firing a single shot. All right. That uh, is about 45 minutes. If you want to watch the whole podcast, I put it in. I put it in there, uh, the link. And I wanted to raise the question, you know, well, could could a could AI end everything? And then, you know, there wouldn't really be any need for any quantum grammar or contracts, claim of the life contracts or fighting the fiction, right? So I guess we all have to consider there are things like AI could essentially take over uh, the at some level somewhere along the line could take over the 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 computer system to uh hit the nuclear button and kill a lot of people something to that degree right um in this podcast he talks about the version where the chat gpt wrote its own story and it took over everything in the world and shut down all of the um all of the functions, markets, systems, stock markets, everything uh, for electricity, everything, all the utilities, everything, so that humans kind of had to go apocalyptic style. And it knew, it knew, right? It knew, it figured out, it grew, it learned, it figured out when everybody would have some form of electronics on, whether that was a light bulb or a radio. And it made it slightly terrifying for the, the humans because, of course, it controlled drones and it could fix itself with 3D printers and stuff. And this is what the chat GPT wrote. And uh, it said it couldn't be turned off because it would just it would it had its own network or something kind of very science fiction. And, you know, I think some of this is alarmist, quite honestly, because I know there does exist technology by the military, by individuals who can shut off uh who can shut off technologies with either emp pulses or with other things and i think that is what the chat gpt said that it couldn't be shut down by as well like it kind of already anticipated that so so that's that's a possibility right that's a possibility for um, it, it has its own sovereignty and its own system of electricity or something that couldn't be touched. But assuming that that is not the case and that the people in the, well, I shouldn't say higher ups, but the people who are, who are actually somewhat in the know and who I know there are people out there who are brilliant at what they do and, you know, they make these devices themselves. It's not like they need anyone else government agencies or something to help them. So there are those scapegoats, if you will, from the from the AI. That's a possibility. I, again, we're just kind of going through scenarios. So those are the worst of the worst. But now let's move into a little bit more of, of the other 
oops, I just closed one of my queued things. Uh, let's, we'll skip that one then because I don't know what that one was. Uh-huh. Okay. So now we're going to talk about, we're going to get into a little bit more of what they've kind of already done and what they're trying to do and the games that they're trying to play. And this is all, of course, fiction games. And the difference is that they're trying to control the fiction realm, not only with their fiction babble laws and legislations and Supreme Courts or Senate rulings and this and that, but they're also doing it with the corporate, so like governmental sides, right? There's governmental agencies that are creating bioweapons and that are DARPA and other facets that are actually trying to get in on, on the, on the uh, control of the populations. But there's also the corporations and the corporations that are privately funded, uh, that are privately funding militaries, like Chief did on his Missing, missing Oaths commentary reaction video where he says that the uh, Space Force is, is seeking and always looking at private funding. So we know that corporations, uh, those with separate money, are funding their own uh, maleficent <laughs> endeavors, if you will. I mean, it's, it's, it's no secret. We all know this, right? So that's kind of so, but we're going to go through some of these factors, and um, one of them is 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 being chipped here. This is a this is a uh, flashback to two two thousand and eleven, or I think it's two thousand and no two thousand fifteen on an episode from the Alex Jones Show where a military service member calls in to tell his story about being microchipped, and we're all doing this not to create alarmism or anything or scared to scare everybody, but just to to comprehend what the technology's already been out there and it's already been done and it's already being done. And here we go. Finishing up with John in Tennessee. Uh, John, you're saying that uh, you have firsthand knowledge that, that the detainees are being uh, given high-tech microchips so they can be tracked when they're let out of Gitmo. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Mr. Jones, it's actually a program that started off uh, being used on uh, our troops ourselves. Uh, oh, I know. Voluntarily. Uh, being young, dumb, and signing paperwork and thinking that you're going to do something that's special, such as myself. Uh, I served on a chemical ordinance biological radiological response team, and you sign up for these things thinking that it's going to help you. The chips that you're talking about, completely small, 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 going nano to the point at which they don't even have to be embedded into the spine anymore. And one way that... Uh, you know, there's conspiracy after conspiracy. You can make all kinds of Sure, stuff. they're putting them in the vaccines. Right. Uh, and in but fact, outside groups have gone and blown it up. But one thing that they are doing that people don't realize, because there are so many conspiracies, is not everyone, not everybody needs to have one. So what they've done is they've created this grid. And if you and your family say you were to go into a bunker, and there's five of you, only one of you has to have had one of those embedded, and they're able to associate that group together and use that as a trackable uh, commodity, if you will. Well, I know I have a family member who's been in the Army 32 years now, and he got all the special authorizations to stay in even longer. If they have a shortage of troops, they'll let them basically stay in until they're 
50 years old. And he said that the, oh, about yeah. seven, eight years ago, they were they were getting the chips. And then he got real mad when I talked about it. I didn't say his name, but they figured it out. Uh, and so, yeah, they were getting chips then. And people make jokes about it when they hear this on air. No, no, folks, they're giving special personnel chips. They're giving officers chips. Uh, they're giving high-level uh, uh, people that are in secretive operations chips. Joe Biggs is here. Joe, did you ever hear anything about troops getting chips? You always hear rumors about it, but, you know, when they line you up like cattle into a uh, room and start injecting you with stuff, you have no idea what they're putting in there. And some of those needles are so big, it's possible that they could do something like that. And that's a lot of things that you would hear rumors about within the ranks of the military. But at this point in time, I mean, you know, we've, we've, we've heard that it's happened, but I mean, hopefully I don't have one of me. <laughs> well, it's not rumors with my family. It, I mean, it happened. I mean, this is going on. This has been going on for a while. Sir, specifically, though, you were in a, in a group. Um, I know they have orders disposal domestically that they've used as the umbrella takeover because it sounds legitimate. Um, but, but I mean, what? you specifically, they told you we're giving you a nano tracker chip. Uh, what they told us was because of our response team was uh, you would step up to a line of standing on the ground and you'd roll, they'd roll, your shoulders were rolled up. They would tell you to stay still. Um, and there was this big thing that would come down and it would jump right into your shoulder. And inside those uh, shots, you were told, okay, you know, this is going to help with Theron, this is going to help with BX, this is going to, you know, help with all these different things. And one of the things that you signed up for was, you know, in the event that anything were to ever happen, this will allow us the ability to extract you, to get you what you need whenever you need, basically cutting down on, you know, this will have all of your allergies, uh, all of your family contacts. So okay, enough. So we get the point, right? So that is that is um, something that was in 2015. We know it's it's been going on for a little bit longer. We know that that is something that they've uh, talked about putting not just chips uh, to help you know, with your, I guess, on the public side in corporations to to chip people for helping them with their get into their companies access into the vending machines making it fun for millennials and whatnot it's like a real it's a real concept that i could see you know having to scroll with your your phone and having to kind of go through it like that i mean it could what if you could just swipe your wrist what if you could just kind of oh that'd be so much easier you know and what they're saying is that from the wrist it gets uploaded into your phone and then it goes into the cloud. So there's, that's where the thing, that's where I feel part of the limitation is on, the, on their behalf is that they're limited. They've got to figure out how to jump from the human soul and the, the sovereign soul into their mirror reality, which is their kind of engineered reality or cloud reality where they can create hologram planets or things you know geoengineered animals or hybrids and things like that human hybrids so um let's see here now i want to go into a part when then we're then we're done with alex guys um but you know sometimes there are some good things on here so this one is a caller a guy who calls in and now we're coming back to his comments about the courts and what he would do 
uh, with the courts and he talks about the kangaroo courts and this and that. So we're switching gears a little bit, but I want to make the segue because we come back, we talk, they talk about all this AI and everything, but then they, when it comes to the courts, they start to get all flaccid and they don't, <clears throat> the they, as in the, the, the those that are um, not cognizant of the claim of the life or what chief has done, they start to go flaccid on the concepts of the court and of the uh, of the the power of the contract and or of the power of the technology what chief holds and and authorizes us to utilize and we wouldn't have to deal with this shit okay this is it's just it it's mind blowing to comprehend so here we go this is another caller in on the Jones show in North Carolina you're on the air welcome. Hey, thanks, Alex. Uh, wow, uh, for the last caller. Um, I, I want to talk about the Trump indictment <clears throat> and um, some potential offensive game plans that we can take, um, not only Trump, but others who are being persecuted by this D.C. court. Um, so my question is this. If the courts are criminal and evil, and you know that, and you're going to go get sentenced, do you martyr yourself and just take the sentence? Or do you maybe become a fugitive, thus maybe becoming an American hero? Or First of all, I just want to say, do you see where they start becoming void of the correctness? Do you see where they start becoming martyrs when they don't have the truth? And, and that's when trouble happens. That's when people get murdered, killed, put, it, put locked up in, in solitary confinement and thrown away. And so here you have the blind leading the blind. And instead of looking at what Chief has done, and instead of being curious, because we're all guilty of not being curious sometime, right? We've all done it. We've all done it in our life where we had that one period where we were like, oh, okay, yeah, I probably should have just been more curious instead of assuming or presuming or some of those non-contract words where they just have a low vibration, right? Curiosity is, is a good thing. So let's listen more. Or a folk legend. Now, it, it, I, I, you know, I might want to do that, man. I could go hang out in the Appalachian Mountains with, uh, you know, my satellite one, two, three phone. And shoot, I might even call in the InfoWars every couple of weeks and update. You know, everybody on how's it, how it's going. But no, I, I mean, I hear you. I mean, in the past, if Trump ran off to some undisclosed location, that's say, oh, he's a coward. No, I mean, this system's so discredited, who knows? Uh, I mean, I hear what you're saying. It's definitely crazy times. Yeah, like, you know, if noncompliance is the answer, then not complying with a criminal kangaroo court seems to be the next logical step or an American that's being... Well, I think the, the way to do it is what Congress is talking about, impeaching the Attorney General and these judges. Oh, God, please. Between the two of them, you're right. It is like the insane folks running the from the asylum, that the insane so folks are running the asylum. Asylum. Trying to make those quantum words. But yes, it's like, oh, so so let's not be correct and let's create noncompliance because that'll work. And or as Jonesy says, no, we shouldn't do that. We should just try to peach and peach and, and get the attorney generals and the judges. Uh-huh. Gotcha. That's, good luck with that, bro.
you know? So those in, uh, those of you that are claimants who have your claim of the life in the chat right now, go ahead and give a thumbs up if you have a comprehension of what I'm talking about right now. Because some of you guys uh, who, who might not have their claim of the life, I mean, I mean, I think you guys all conceptually get it. Okay, everyone, I'm not trying to make anyone smarter than the other, but I'm just saying the claimants, do you guys get it yet? Are you starting to get it? Are you starting to recognize that with your claim of the life, you guys have the tools and authority to be able to state a claim, to be able to, to, uh, position yourself so that you are not having to be void of the correctness to lie to go back into something that's completely rogue, that doesn't work. Um, instead, we're here to present the facts or give of the facts, show it on our paperwork, on our contracts, which we are we have the uh, authorization to be using the, the quantum grammar in our contracting and showing those rogue vessels that just were just where they are not. Instead, this is not, so this is not about not complying. Of course, let's, let's all comply. Let's all cooperate. Let's all get, you know, create contract. Let's all create chance. Let's all come together and figure out how to create the best world ever. Basically. Instead, this is such backwards thinking by these morons, pardon my French. I mean, I've been judged too, but I'm sorry, I couldn't hold back. I mean, and, and I get it, they don't know, but some, including Jonesy, could could uh, really stand to open his, uh, open his brainwaves. I mean, he is, he's got some intelligence. So I get that people are trying to put off this technology, but they're not gonna be able to do it for very long. Because when it comes down to, oh, well, let's just have more war then and death and kill, then I mean, maybe, and maybe, maybe it'll happen with the younger generations. Cause I hear my one friend, she told me the other day, she said, my son, he's 13 year olds, 13 years old. He said in the driveway the other day, he said, mom, what if all of this is just an illusion? And I was like, dang girl, <laughs> I said, they're waking up. They're waking up. And so maybe the younger generations will just be like, woken up and we will all be saved because they will actually just have some sort of spiritual awakening and it will be enough to, to, for them to actually be curious and not want to go back into non-compliance and go back into war and death and doing things whereby they think that the old system is going to work. So Jonesy. Jonesy did get a few of the amicus curés from us, and hopefully he's still getting more. All right, so that was those were some good little segments. Let me send you the link just so you guys have it in case you want to watch more of the Jonesy. But there it is. There's my credit given. And now we're going to move on to Maria Z and Celeste Solom. These guys, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, there's just so much with this. First of all, I wanted to, before we get into that, I wanted to, I Googled, what is considered a person? It says a legal 
person, <laughs> notice how it says illegal. I just asked if it says a person. It says a legal person refers to a human or non-human entity that is treated as a person for limited legal purposes. I mean, there's a lot of legal in that. <laughs> now, this is a summarizer. They have this new um, brave AI thing. Uh, a person is considered what it like combines the best of the best and uh, combined the New York Times blog, Law Cornell Dictionary and some other things. And it says, the next thing it, it said is, a person is considered according to the rank he holds in society with all the rights to which the place he holds entitles him and the duties it imposes. Well, we could syntax that for sure. Personhood or personality is the status of a person. Defining personhood is a controversial topic in philosophy and law and is closely tied with legal and political concepts of citizenship, equality, and liberty. So lots of talk about what a person actually is. Well, we're going to get into with uh, Marie Z. Marie, uh, it's Z-E-E-E media.com, Z Media. Uh, they're also, she's also on Rumble. Um, I definitely, she's got some of the best podcasts out there these days. I mean, granted, when she stays off of the topics of the court, but um, because that's frustrating to watch. But she has uh, had Celeste Solemn on there before. This Celeste is kind of this kind of goofy older lady who actually has studied this for a long time and used to work for FEMA and other agencies and is exposing all of it at some level and exposing NASA. She's exposing um, DARPA. She exposes the corporation. She exposes syn synthetic biology or syn biology. There's a war right now that's happening on the identities, the, you know, the transgender movement and stuff. They're trying to steal identities, she says. They're trying to steal that right out of you, make you a person, make you not a man or a woman. And, and then of course the persons would have some, you know, they would be bioengineered enough to have some sort of a tracking ID or barcode, or, or I, I would say just a genetic kind of like they, she was talking about when the, there was an organic farm next to a, a Monsanto GMO farm and Monsanto GMO farm um, blew some of their seeds onto the organic farm and then sued the organic farm and won and said that the organic farm stole their property, if you can believe it. I mean, talk about frustrating. Could you imagine? That's like being, pardon the French, raped while you're being raped. So yeah, that, that, that concept of forcing uh, this technology down our throats, forcing this, you know, through through chemtrails and stardust and through some of the disgusting uh, modifications to our food and the sprays that they're using, appeal, which apparently the slogan is is like Medusa, and Medusa is the one that killed her kids to save like the cherry fields or something, and that's what this is like a cherry flavored thing for your, for the fruit, for the chair. I mean, just, just sick how deep the, this symbolism goes, but, um, but basically all of, all of these different contributions to decimating our health coming at us from every level. And then, you know, you just think about it Well, they're trying to alter us. They're trying to change us. They're trying to 
put their number inside us. We are this, uh, we are this like casket, this kind of just, just this, uh, there's a word for it that I would love to find out and use that, that specifically, um, ca uh, it's not caveat, but it's like, um, we're, we're these vessels. Okay. She does talk about vessels and we're this kind of way to, to transport their stuff. And they're, that's how they're trying to modify us just through the geoengineering, the chemtrails, the stardust, all these different uh, vaccines, everything. And, and how just kind of conceptually disgusting that is that they're trying to penetrate the soul as well. And someone asked, well, would that be helpful if, you know, we didn't, because some of the people volunteered to get the jab. And so because of that, they kind of volunteered their spirit, right, or soul. And so she, Celeste says, yes, there might be some spiritual uh, safeguard there if you don't consent. But however, some of it is, it goes way beyond that. They can literally just, what they're trying to do and what she thinks they're trying to do is literally just change your composition of matter. Which brings me to another point, which is another safeguard for the claim of the life concept, but more so what Chief did, okay? Because if they're trying to claim matter, they're going to have a real hard time, at least trying to prove it anyway. So they may be able to hurt us and harm us, and we have to do our daily meditations to, you know, Merkaba meditations to, to, to actually strengthen our soul systems and our, our systems that they're trying to dim our bright lights with. But once we, we have a hold of that capacity and we bring ourselves back into the full consciousness and the potential that we do have, we can actually, we're stronger at position, we're stronger together, we're stronger in the now space. But they, then we can put our, our brain cells together a little bit better and come up with those quantum contracts that we need to if we ever got into a position whereby it was contested that we were not ourselves. Because we have the vessel of the thinking in our vessel, we are the, that, that which moves our own vessel. Or I should say, um, we move our spirit, our soul moves that and we can think and we can put that thinking, not only that thinking, but their thinking on trial. And um, it doesn't mean that just because we have some hydrogel in us or some graphene oxide or whatever, that we're then suddenly theirs. But they are trying, they are trying to change the matter, uh, this, the the substance of us. But for those birth certificate folks out there, you know, that's one step you want to get out of the birth certificate system because they're using you as chattel. And then they're, they're using that contract to then change who you are. And then you don't know, or you don't know that you have potentially uh, rights to your own sovereignty. And so only within the system where chief, when I want to bring it back to chief here in a second about matter, how he changed the periodic table of elements, periodic table of elements, laments. And why is that important right now while I'm saying that is because he basically took their concept of matter and he showed them how it was fraudulent all in, in boxes. And by, by converting their old uh, 
archaic system of lamenting, of showing what matter is, of uh, communicating that and educating the people with that. It's just like any of the, the charters or treaties that the WHO uses, the UN uses, the United Nations, the governments, all of those contracts, the constitution, they're all written in fiction babble. They don't say anything. They, he's proven already that they are fraudulent, fraudulently conveyed in babble language. And so just like that with the periodic uh, table, he was able to do his magic <laughs> and um, he created his own periodic table, tetrahedron, that was not in boxes. And um, he was able to create, because the world has been run by the Bureau of Weights and Measures, and they're the ones that all the governments around the world come together and say, hey, we are going to do it this way. And he basically uh, showed that th those were fraudulently conveyed organizations as well, and that they didn't have any standing. And so with his own periodic table of laments, he then could essentially control matter. And that's a powerful statement. So I don't want to say that lightly, because I could I can sense that it may be taken, you know, by those who are not really into what chief has done as as very egotistical but i i i would beg <laughs> i would contest that you just conceptualize why he had to do that as opposed to judging this is a time to be curious about that versus and this when you go talk about this with other people right that's when you say look um that might be something whereby i get it sounds a little out there but but let's keep investigating this one. Right. So, okay. Let me just check in with you guys on your comments. The periodic table is not available, although it did come to me in a dream or something of such, and it was beautiful. So you guys open up to your dream space. The tetrahedrons are technology, I feel, for the people. And um, the technology is not from this world, I don't think. Who knows? Maybe it's from Nibiru, but it's definitely ancient and old. And so, I think it was it was older technology, just like the pyramids were older technology, and we're just wrong about history. Um, not we are, but we've been told wrong things about it. Um, the pyramids being ancient uh, technology, or I should say, uh, power sources and things like that. So, I. I I think that perhaps at one period, maybe, maybe there were laments of, or pieces of what Chief had done prior, kind of like when they say we are like our creator as above, so below. So maybe like this technology did exist with the gods, as they say, or with, on another planet or like in another realm but we got lost out of that. Or maybe those who came to this planet um, didn't like that system. They wanted more power control. So who knows about that? But I do I do feel that his technology, his concepts, some of it is, is very ancient, ancient, all-knowing wisdom. And um, it's in the collective for sure. It's just uh, he does have to safeguard it because, of course, there's a lot of dummies out there, a lot of thieves. And so 
um, they don't value his past as much as we do. So that's, I mean, we get it. And it'll come out when it's time. So, um, all right. So we're gonna, we're gonna go hit that next thing here. And like I said, we're talking about the weaponized synthetic systems around us, such as satellites, 5G, 6G, and low Earth orbit satellites, because I don't know if you believe that there is actually outside of, of any of space or not, or if that exists, but uh, also uh, how their attempts to connect everyone with using war Wi-Fi and affordable Wi-Fi, you know, making Wi-Fi affordable. And even Space Force, I had said before, is admitting to private funding. So who's funding these things? And there was also during COVID, there was just a spike in, in all of the placement of the satellites. And why? Why was that? Well, there's theories that it was connected with the vaccine and the nanotech injections. And, um, you know, the, the injections, it's, it's said, or she talks about a little bit about that they're creating this blood covenant and that people made, made a choice, consented to have their soul transformed a little bit, or, you know, there's this concept of the cloud and the connection there. And like I said, it's, it, what's going to be a real hard leap for them is getting the, um, the jump into the cloud. That's, that seems like the hardest part for them. And I don't know, I think that's going to be the biggest disconnect for a lot of people. Um, let's see here. Also talking about patenting again, you know, we talked a little bit about that before and the, in this, this, everything has to have a number or a code and, um, everything is, has, is, can be patented. People can be patented, whether that's right or not, right or not. I think they're going to have a hard time proving it on paper. Um, sounds like they don't have any, it sounds like they want to get rid of the courts if they could, you know, I mean, then why, why, why do you need courts if, if, uh, just to give people some hope or something right now is like, I don't see why they think they need courts, but essentially uh, it's going to be hard for them to fight that on paper with a quantum claimant or the claimants with the claim of the life uh, because they don't there. Everything can be syntaxed and um, we can hold them on trial with our paperwork. Um, let's see here. Um, Synthetic biology, again, connecting to the Internet of Things. You've heard that before. Uh, judge says, I own you, but for different reasons than one thinks. There is that conversation. Uh, oh, that was one of the other things I was going to play was when they're telling a story of how the judge says, uh, Celeste says, the judge told the person that, yes, they, they own you. And I was like, well, maybe they didn't say they own you because of patents, but maybe because they're a birth certificate slave and they don't know how to fight for themselves. And so I thought that was a really poignant thing to uh, say, because I think it's getting confused that, that it's, it's because people don't 
aren't in the know and they don't know how they're they're participating with rogue entities rogue forces and they that actually are working on contract and that are that are obeying if you will those post postal laws and you know stamping and the clerk and the judges it's it's it's, it's all a charade but they still have their postal mechanics that they're still operating under and and abiding by and so when we direct them direct them as as quantum or i should say claimants or claim of the life claimants postmaster claimants and, and one knows how to do that there's a lot of power in that and there's often oftentimes compliance and um you know the claimants are the ones who sh who should be running for offices and um taking over those offices i shouldn't say running for office because there are no offices right yet but uh we could as one of our uh postmaster pointees said we could we could create a um in the flavor of or in the essence of what we currently have in the structure of again this is something that would be We'd love to hear from Chief more about his rollout strategies, but um, in the meantime, we have our imaginations, and part of that is thinking like, okay, well, we our own uh, our own force of claimant um, communities, whereby they were we're stronger together. That's all. We 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 act as a force and figure out how to do that. So we're rolling that out. You know, you know, one sovereign at a time. Okay, so let me just play a little bit of this ever lived on this planet and biological life for that matter but they're going to deploy it anyway so yes well you know the jury's out um i i would say the journals confirm that mrna is in all food um i have a thought on that and i will just give it right now i think that what happened what we saw is this deployment of our mRNA and other platforms because there are other platforms besides the mRNA that are going to change as we've seen they're working at this at a frenzy pace. But could it be that it was a holographic projection that manifested itself with a, a limited time? And that's why you saw like the Hydra that Dr. Kerry Madej saw and all these other strange things in the vials. And then all of a sudden, maybe six months, a year later, um, researchers were not able to see those Hydras and other different life forms. Um, did they have an expiration date where they just vanished? or you know went back i don't know if that is accurate ha do they have that uh technological ability yes they do in 2018 <clears throat> i went to a military conference that was on the uh, transhumanism unveiling their transhumanist uh, uh, agenda and they basically said that they had the technology at that time in 2018 to take a cadre of soldiers and go through frequency and through the wires in your house and have them appear in your bedroom or your living room of your house much like the transporter in in uh, star trek they had that and, and they said you know we can do it so all right so so that's pretty fascinating to hear that they want to try try all this interesting technology out maybe maybe part of the i thought they maybe also wanted to discredit a lot of the doctors out there and uh, get them polarized. So again, she's talking about they may, may have used some sort of holographic technology or expiring technology within the vaccines that may have caused or may have shown under a microscope some 
level of contamination so that it would bring out all the conspiracies and the polarize the doctors and then they would target them and make you know just just this is just kind of new concepts that i haven't heard before so i thought that was interesting and if that's that's possible and then the then it it changes back or it, it the, the hologram kind of fades away because they can control holograms remotely and then it kind of goes away or maybe they can just change the hologram back or maybe it's contaminated but they can make it go away i don't know so anyway the point is that it is possible and it is fascinating. So the technology, so we're, we're behind in the conceptualization of where we are at with the technology. So that is, um, that's probably what, 33, I think, I can't remember what Billy Carson says, we're like 300 years behind. So just think of that, like they're like way ahead. But what they're not way ahead of is their grammar is all off, it's all wrong, so. Uh, the grammars, it's where they're getting caught up and they don't have authorization to be in the now space, which is why they're trying to go like what off planet. They're trying to go virtual. They're trying to cut all the corners instead of be here now. And so that's, they're just going to get, keep getting caught up and, and, um, yeah. So, all right, let's see here what else we've got. Let's see where I'm at with this against but as you said hope and and with everything um as long as you're still here you still th there's hope you know as long as you're still here there's hope so don't don't waste your time on earth um with things that really will pass away tomorrow you know everything on this earth is temporary yeah. but uh please anyway um just a little bit of a philosophical so as much as as they're they have this kind of attack on your not yours, but the the life of people. They want to start charging for lifetime, just like that movie. I don't know if anyone knows what that movie was called, but the one where they they uh, he was you're running out of time for your life, and you had to keep getting uh, credits to to live on. And some people didn't make it, and so ultimately, um, no, it wasn't Logan's Run. It was a more modern more, more modern movie. But, um, yeah, it was, might've been Matt Damon or something like that, but <laughs> one of those guys, you know, uh, Matt Damon, no, not running man. You guys think 2020, not, um, night for in time. I think that's what it might've been in time. Yeah. Yeah. In time, check it out. It's an interesting concept. Timberlake. Oh yeah. I like Justin Timberlake. Uh, but anyway, he has to keep working for his money to pay for his time to live. And of course the lower classes had a harder time, but uh, they were all trying to get off the planet and, and live on the spaceship or whatever it is for that had green grass or something. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's all, it's all just this fight for time and it's not even a thing. It's like, we're so temper, we're so, we're in all, we are a hologram. We are all, there is no, out. in my, my thoughts, we're, there is no out there. We are just kind of living our own, own experience and everything else is somehow, and we are very, very creative <laughs> and uh, we might be influenced, fluenced by our collective and tribes and things like that, but we're not like, we're not, uh, 
necessarily, I don't know, we're all part of the same whole, if you will. And so that's what's kind of scary to think that there's a part of us out there that still wants to be, you know, altered. <laughs> so just think about it. It could be some weird part of ourselves out there that's kind of masochistic or something. So again, we're not here to judge or whatever necessarily so much as like, let's just get the job done and let's just be with the correctness and let's always stand up and be with the truth. And then I think we'll be led down the right path. And as we always say, truth wins. And I truly, truly feel that in my knowingness. And I think that we have a lot to consider with the some of the things that were delivered here today. But I'm going to connect you guys with the podcast. There's a couple of great podcasts on Z Media with uh, Maria Z. She's got one called Technology Behind Mind Control, <clears throat> Hacking Humans Exposed. That one is a very good, <clears throat> excuse me, that one is a very good podcast. Uh, basically, these guys are all about the how the 5G tech works and connected to uh what they've got going on out there. A lot of people, a lot of these people read the papers and they're very, very studious when it comes to investigating all of the technology and the, the organizations out there that are currently meeting and having meetings and behind our backs, or I should say not behind us because they publish the papers, but nobody reads them. So, but they're, they're just extracting so much really cool stuff. So there's that one. And then there's also, I'll send you uh, the, eight part. And I went through the first uh, two and a half hours of Celeste Solem Synthetic Biology Webinar Module 1. There's eight modules. She keeps them for free. And you can find that on Celeste Solem, S-O-L-U-M-S-O-L-U-M. Celeste Solem on Rumble. And she's got that eight uh, you can put it on 1.5 and speed it up a little bit, <laughs> but, um, she talks about, uh, everything to do with syn synthetic biology. And she does at the very end have an interesting, oh, here it is. 2.12. Let's go to that. That I want to end with, she does talk. It's funny because she does pass this over. She, she does, she reads her own writing and she's like, I don't, what is this? I don't even know what this is. She says here, I'll have her read the beginning. But anyway, you guys should check out this eight part series and put it on 1.5 or two and just speed through it. She, she's been doing this a long time and she's just giving so much of the tech. One sec. Okay. Sneezing. Um, so, oh, the other part she started to mention too was um, Burning Man and how Burning Man was called Metamorphosis in like 20, I don't know, it was 2021 or 2019. And she said that, that it was like this, these hands reaching out and these plants growing out from it. And she says that the Burning Man, the, the promote, the, I shouldn't say promoters, but the creators of that are like tied into all of this and the transhuman agenda and everything. That's why if you go into, you, Google or you search web search, I should say web web search Burning Man. I think it's 2020, 2019 or 2021. But uh, you can see the picture of the of the flyer. And um, it just is kind of sad to think 
that a lot of those people were they had already brainwashed the tribes like so they got the collective and they with the television but they know that the burning man people don't do television instead they do burning man and that that's like a tribe and that tribe needed to be indoctrinated somehow and so they fused into them and i know a lot of those people got vaccinated and wore masks and did complied with all that stuff, especially at, Bur at Burning Man. And of course they had them, um, you know, getting into this gender less concepts. And I mean, just, they, they really did the number on stealing the sovereignty of, of the tribes as well of the individuals in the tribes. Okay. So here it is. One sec. We'll end with this. There's no space and time, um, but occupy the- Wait, hold on. I start a little earlier. That is the thing that disrupted everything. Yeah, one moment. Hold, please. Okay, here we go. Because they don't, are they showing up for work on Monday because they don't have a job anymore? I don't know what the okay is. I think, well. Okay, There's here no space and time, um, but occupy the, so in God's world, there's no space and time. Um, but in our world, there is. But right now, and it talks about this in the book of Daniel, that there will be this fight over space and time. And actually, once you get into the quantum physics of this, they are basically tampering with space and time. Can they change it? I don't believe they can. I don't believe God would let them get to that point. Satan has owned everyone and everything. But I'm here to tell you that if you are not on the kingdom of God, um, this being if you are in the kingdom of God, then Satan has no claim on you. Um, you may have to fight for that, but he does not have a claim for you. Does say that the prosecutor has been thrown. It does say in the in the book in, in Job and, and other places um, <clears throat> that the prosecutor has been thrown out. And I I don't know what that is. So let's go on to the next one. That Which is funny. She says right when she starts to get to the good stuff, she starts. She says, "Oh, I don't know what that is. Let's move on. I'll read it." It says it says though that, and I'm not really like a, 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 a I don't read proverbs or anything like that i just when they come up i just thought this one was interesting that she had written it already it says though the prosecutor has been thrown out of court interesting god doesn't need to hear what you've done this is where it begins what spiritual warfare is is the growth of the kingdom of god the great commission and the diminishing of the other kingdom and the way that's accomplished is telling truth you speak truth to lies and so that's kind of how I wanted to end it tonight, because again, like I was saying before, that is <laughs> Bible thumper. I didn't want to say Bible thumper, but yes, thank you guys. But, but essentially, um, we must continue telling truths. And uh, that's part of my commitment here with us tonight on this podcast as we start to sign off and, and lie down for the evening and uh, go into our space dream space. Make sure that you guys create uh, an opening for and a, and a safeguard for your dream space. That's just as important. We spend what, eight, some six to 12 hours. 12, a lot of people have been sleeping late lately. I know I slept really late one day, but there's just a lot going on in our dream space. So safeguard that, safeguard your current space in your waking space in each moment and um try to have best moments ever and that's all we really have so all right guys well i'm signing off i hope you guys
continue to find the good vibes wherever you are. Peace out.